Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. It's Silouan. Great to be with you on this Wednesday, coming to you from the Big D, Dallas, Texas. It's warm. It was icy and crazy here last week, but now it is warm, warmer than Indiana. Today, I'm going to share a little story and reflection from the road. I wasn't going to mention part of this story. Then I had today's experience, and I thought to myself, hmm, this must be shared. So let me tell you about today, and then I go back a couple of days. Connect the two. Might even go back to a time of my youth when the world allowed their children to be a little bit more daring, shall we say. So I'm at the airport. Now, if you haven't flown lately, this is what happens, especially now that Biden increased the mask mandates, man, you go in that airport, you got a million people watching you to make sure your mask is on. So you go in, you get your mask on. And this is kind of the journey I typically take. I always like to have a paper backup on my boarding pass, not just on my phone. So I'll go to the American Airlines counter, which is what I usually fly. And I'll get a paper printed ticket just to confirm to have with me. Then I'll make my way over to security and you get in line at security and the whole way you got a mask on. You get in line for security and you got a mask on. Then you approach the actual security person who of course needs to look at your driver's license and confirm you are who you say you are. And so what do you do? You take your mask off. Now they're in no hurry to tell you to put your mask back on. Many of people put it down, forget to put it back up. You're in line like a foot behind somebody and a foot in front of somebody the entire time. Yet, in spite of that, and in spite of the fact you're getting ready to get on an airplane, you see people who are pretty protective. You see double masks. Heck, I've seen double mask and face shield. You've seen all sorts of things. What's interesting to me, it's almost always the younger people, the ones least likely to be killed or impacted by COVID that seem to be the most worried. So I go through security, and the guy asked to see my driver's license and tickets. So I present them to him, and then he didn't even have to tell me because I know what's coming next, so I got my mask down. He hands them back to me. Everything's casual. I go to put my driver's license away, my ticket away. I move forward in line. My mask is still kind of dangling off my neck. And this young man who'd been standing next to me, very hipster in his outfit, You know the type, very nice leather shoes, fitted jacket, tight jeans, couldn't have been 30, had a beard. He kind of turns around to see what's happening in the airport as I'm walking away from the security guy. And he turns and he sees me and he sees my face without a mask over it. And he literally jumps backwards out of his shoes. His eyes get big. He quickly turns around. You would have thought he saw a ghost. So I ponder that as 
he stands a foot away from the person in front of him, completely freaked out that my mask was still down after having gone through security where they asked me to put it down. I wonder what else he's afraid of. I wonder how else he behaves. And then I start wondering, I wonder if he ever has been dirty. I mean, just dirty for fun. Did his mom let him out of the house? As I'm having these thoughts, I think back to church last Sunday. We had a visitor. I'd never seen him before. He was another kind of hipster dude, tailored jacket, tight jeans, fancy leather boots. After church and coffee hour, he was new. He was standing by himself. I walked over to him. He kind of turned, and I put my hand out to say, how are you doing, to shake his hand. He looked at me. He looked up at my face. He looked down at my hand. He wasn't sure what to do. He didn't want to be impolite. He kind of puts his hand out, and his hand was shaking. Now, again, this was a young man. He was healthy. He was fit. He wore those skinny jeans because he wanted people to know he was skinny. I dare say any risk of COVID killing him was about as low as it could get. Yet the idea of shaking my hand had him literally shaking. Now, as I stood there in the airport thinking about the Young, skinny dude in fancy boots, jumping back as I walk through security, and the other young, skinny dude in fancy boots, shaking as he's about to shake my hand. I thought back to my youth. I don't know why this image. There could have been many other images, but this one in particular stood out. I was about 12 years old. That's right, about 12. And I got, for my birthday my great-grandpa's shotgun, a double barrel. Well-worn. It had killed many a bird. It had been my great-grandpa's. It was then my grandpa's, and now it was mine. My 12-year-old birthday. Along with that shotgun, I was given a box of shells. Now, this might not be correct, but I remember it being sort of a, you know, my birthday's in October, so I remember it being sort of a cold, rainy, gray October day. And I get all that, and we're in the house, and we have the cake and the dinner, and then, of course, I want to go use my shotgun. Well, Mom and Dad must have thought, if you're old enough to have a shotgun, you're old enough to go shoot it. And I loaded up my pockets with shotgun shells. I loaded up that double-barrel shotgun, and I headed off into the country. We lived out in the country. And I must have been out there hours by myself with a double-barrel shotgun, wandering amongst trees and fields and ditches looking for birds to shoot or what else whatever might pop up in front of me just a 12 year old boy in a shotgun now as I had that image in my mind I wondered what would these two gentlemen that I had come across in the last few days who I had literally seen almost jump out of their skin in close proximity to me, what would they think if they saw a 12-year-old boy walking down the street with a shotgun, toting it over his shoulder? What would they think? What would they think? Well, I know what that 12-year-old boy would think about them because I am that 12-year-old boy. Life is a risk, my friends. There's danger everywhere. Now you do your best to minimize those risks, but not at the expense of living.
Because if you're not living, you're already dead. People are not getting more comfortable with each other. They're getting less. People aren't talking with each other more. They're talking less. People are doing less. People are getting more afraid, not less afraid. What a crazy world we live in. Do something dangerous, my friends. Go get dirty. Go into the woods. Go shoot a gun. Go learn how to box. Get punched in the face. Wrestle. Climb a tree so high that you're scared. You don't know how you're going to get down. Go out in some country road and roll the windows down and stick your head out and just start screaming. Live a little, not artificially. Man, we live in a world today where those little hipsters and skinny jeans, they're good at living artificially, aren't they? Whether it's the TV shows they're watching or what they're doing on their phone. But real living, doing things that make your hair stand up. A little rule breaking. I don't know, man. And if you're not doing that, I don't know if you're fully living. I'm biased, I know. You might be listening to me going, oh, Silouan, you're being hard. They're just being safe and considerate of others. Well, those two dudes didn't fear for me. And those two dudes were not worried about me. They were worried about themselves. They were scared. I could see it in their eyes. And if you don't understand that, you're not paying attention. But really, my point is not about masks or COVID or hipsters and skinny jeans and very cool, almost too cool boots. My whole point is thinking back to the 12-year-old boy who didn't even skip a beat putting a shotgun over her shoulder at the age of 12 and heading off across the field to shoot some birds. And I'm sure in the back of my imagination, I thought I might come across some other scary things. You overcome the things in life by living. And living is dangerous. And the sooner you learn that, the better. We're not here for very long. In a way, our existence is dangerous. We're born destined to die. Some of us are here but for a moment. Some of us are here for a hundred years. In the eyes of history, it's all about the same. But what are you going to do while you're here? You're going to be afraid to shake somebody's hand? You're going to be afraid to look somebody in the eye? Are you going to take off like a 12-year-old boy and live and experience things while you can? I know what I'm going to do. So until I see you again, or talk to you again, I guess I should say, I'm going to do some living. I'm going to get dirty. I know how. Maybe I'll just go out in the middle of the night in a strange town and just walk. See what I find. That's stupid, isn't it? Ah, that makes it awesome. So hopefully I'll be back to give you another episode as I go out and stand tall with that little 12-year-old me. But until then, aim high. Spread your wings. And don't be afraid to keep your eyes on the things that matter that make us feel alive, that make us feel human, that make us feel like 
whether this is our last day or we have a thousand more days, we are going to live. I'm your host, Siloan. And as always, peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. Cheers.